Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice, juicy little Wednesday. It's your sports bros, Rob and Sook. Asada. <laughs> My name's Rob. There's Big Sook right over there. Right here. Asada. <laughs> Ryan Buckley is here. A lot of milk. Uh, we will have the NFL Players Association anonymous survey results coming up definitely some surprises in there there are some surprises there's one coach who his team just absolutely hated yeah. only one yeah and he doesn't have a job anymore yeah that's a t yeah coming up tonight in the club we have the next vegas sphere residency perhaps mm-hmm. i don't know if you've seen who's going to be did you see anything when you down there have you, have you seen anything in the sphere yet no mm-hmm. no i didn't i youtube yeah, I'm not a huge YouTube yeah. guy either, but they just don't do enough for me to make me plump, uh, fork over that kind of money. Yeah, it's buku bucks to, to yeah. get in there. I think I saw that they're going to host UFC 306 there. Are they oh, really? are they really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, I find all those Vegas residencies. I mean, they, like the like I, I would go see like Garth Brooks or Lady Gaga. I believe it is. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, but boy, the, the they don't discount those tickets. They don't give them out, and they are. Like the cheapest seat for any of those residencies, it's like six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I looked into the U two sphere tickets when we were there, and I think the best we could do, you know, the thing about the sphere is, from what I've heard, is it's all about where you sit. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get the full experience, yeah, and, or your neck is gonna break. Yeah. Because you're looking up the whole time, but. Um, I don't know. I guess the 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 pricier the the best places to sit. Long story short, the best places to sit are the two hundred or three hundred level in the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's four levels, and then there's there's also on the floor. I was looking at floor because those are the the mid two hundreds, mid three hundreds, middle of the of the sphere, just astronomical. Yeah. So I was looking at the corner one hundreds or the floor, and the lowest it ever got was like maybe four hundred and fifty five bucks a ticket. Yikes. So and the, and I guess the floor is not a b- bad way to go, at least for you too, because 
um, it doesn't it doesn't get fully cra- like they don't sell out the whole thing, so yeah. it's not like you're not packed in there like sardines. So you have room to kind of hang out and you know look at everything. But we chose not to go. I just U two doesn't do enough for me. I would love to see you know you know who's a Vegas band that I'm hoping someday will play there, and I would I would fork over the money to watch them as the Killers. Yeah, if they, they if they played there, I I'm in. I think they just started a residency at a different hotel. I mean, not not right, but. They're yeah. from Vegas. Right. I would imagine eventually they'll play the Sphere. Maybe not. Maybe it. I don't know. But yeah, um, no. if they did, I'd I'd, I'd fork it over. It'll be interesting too. Like, would those be somewhat affordable? Because I mean, the Killers are a big band, but they're not. Yeah, they're not U two. They're not U two. But like, I, I I would like. I don't necessarily think like is Christina Aguilera like is that a still a giant deal? No. Uh, right. Yes. And yet her. She tickets, looks great. And yet her tickets are. Or How much are her? Tickets? Same thing, like five, six hundred bucks. She's playing at the, she playing? the Venetian. Really? Yeah, everyone now, like everyone has a residency. Like you, I'm looking at all the the Vegas residencies for for this year, and you have everyone from your standards, your 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 Wayne Newton and Donny Osmond. But um, wait, Wayne Newton's still alive? Yeah, Wayne Newton's still there. So the biggest alive one, still there. So is Donny Osmond. Dottie Osmond's playing at. Uh, well, he's I knew a, he he's was playing alive. at Harris. Yeah, I think Wayne Newton was in the uh, celebrity suite during the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the Righteous Brothers have one uh, going on. Wayne Newton, Bruno Mars, uh, Wu Tang has one going on at the <laughs> down what? in Vegas. Christina Aguilera. Where's Wu Tang? Wu Tang is the Virgin. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's the old hard rock. Is that the old hard rock? Yeah, Virgin bought it. Yeah, new edition, Barry Manilow, Miranda Lambert, Foreigner. Huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> Jodeci has one going. <laughs> Jodeci? Jodeci? They're playing at Mandalay Bay. Mariah Carey, Carrie Underwood, Fish has a residency. The Scorpions, for God's sakes. Mm. And then Garth Brooks is still playing down there. And he's playing at the Caesars is, is the big one. Like, that's where... Uh, uh, the, the, a lot of the big people play, and I'll bet you Garth Brooks is it's seven hundred bucks to get in. Well, there's a new band, uh, perhaps negotiating to be the next residency uh, residency at Sphere Vegas, and we'll talk about that coming up tonight in the club. We will also talk about the death of the great mm. Richard Lewis. Yeah, and they just were talking about this on Kirby Enthusiasm. They were talking about wills and deaths, and uh, that's coming up six to seven right now. The hot five at five. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Looks like Garth is at 400 to the door. Garth Brooks. Number five. You sure it's not Chris Gaines? <laughs> I think that'd be double. If it's Chris Gaines, I think you're talking about 800. Portland Timbers have severed ties with new kit sponsor, Debella. This after its CEO is accused of misconduct and unwanted advances. This all came out in a lawsuit filed by a former executive who happens to be a male. He claims that he is owed money. Uh, following his firing, and he is threatening to release this information regarding CEO Donnie McMillan that he sexually harassed three female employees, although he kind of just did release the information by yeah. threatening to so release that information. Yeah, they're, they're claiming that he's trying to create a PR nightmare. And by the way, mission accomplished because the Timbers, a day later that they found out about it, chopped him uh, as the sponsor. 
So Yeah, so the Timbers say they vetted Debella, but uh, they had no knowledge of this issue until yesterday. And so, obviously, they had just replaced Alaska on the kits. And now, uh, there's going to be nothing on the kits. Yeah, well, you can't buy any of the jerseys. They've been pulled from the website. We heard from an insider that uh, they will not be available for sale at the stadium. And they said that they're just putting green, green like, they don't have time to get new uniforms. They're putting, like, green circle decals over over where the DiBella uh, logo was on the on the players. Thanks a lot, Obama. Unbelievable. Well, here's some trouble for the Mariners' bullpen. Key reliever Matt Brash hurt his elbow. He may miss extended time and perhaps the season. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. No official update yet, but many think it could be Tommy John. Yeah, and we've talked about this, but anytime the word Tommy John is thrown out there, guess what? It always ends up being Tommy John. <laughs> yeah, apparently he looked right down at his elbow when he got hurt, and they were like, oh, God. Yep. They called in James Andrews, and he operated on him right on the right there on the mound. It's no good. Julio Rodriguez has been ha- held out of game so far. He has hand inflammation. He is expected to make his debut on Saturday. The Mariners were beaten today by my Royals and some guy by the name of Kyle Fitzgerald who hit a three-run home run in the ninth inning. Oh, nice. I don't know who Kyle Fitzgerald is, but that's the beauty of spring training. Yeah, like, and he probably won't make the team. No. The sad but, thing but is. But for that brief moment, he was a Kansas City Royal legend. He beat the Mariners. Yeah. NCAA officials are meeting this week to discuss changing the recruiting calendar. They proposed three new signing days, the last Wednesday in June, the Wednesday following the end of the regular season, and the first Wednesday in February. So the main thing here is it allows high school recruiting to be complete before the transfer portal window opens. And once that's figured out, then they got to figure out the damn transfer portal. You can't have free agency in the middle of your season, especially with the playoff coming. You just, with the expanded playoff, you imagine the absolute S storm that that's going to cause when you have eventually 16 teams or 14 at least uh, and they're having to hold together their rosters while while people leave as soon as the transfer portal window opens. I mean, you, you, they've got to get their, their S together. And by the way, that is the report coming out of the uh, the College of Our World is that they are, they are getting close to the 14-team playoff. Three automatic qualifiers for the Big Ten and the SEC, two each for the ACC and the Big 12, one for the the best group of five, it's eleven, and then three at-large berths. So they said that's not the only model being thrown about, but that is the one that is being pushed, and if that's the one that the SEC and the Big Ten want, it's going to be adopted. So that would be in, in 2026. DeAndre Ayton injured his hand last night. The Blazers updating today with a uh, vague update saying that it's a hand sprain. Nothing is broken. He is considered day-to-day, just like the rest of us. Tank, tank, tank. I'm telling you right now, I'm not calling it, but I'm feeling really, really uh, well, this, good about my To be my fair, Sue, this is exactly the scenario we've been clamoring yep. for, what we one wanted. where there's nothing serious long-term, but there's something minor, and maybe it would be yeah. a day or two if you're on a contender, but it could be two weeks, and that would be just fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll, you guys are good on that. Yeah, we'll find out, like, in another week. They're like, they'll pull the Brogdon. Yeah, we reevaluated him, and you know what? Hey, he's going to keep working. Eventually, he'll make it back. By the way, the Blazers went 0-9 in February. Yeah, 0 for February. Uh, the Ducks host the Beavers tonight. Oregon State just 2-30 and on the road the last three seasons. But 1-0 and as of last Saturday. How about that? <laughs> I like where you're going with that. They've been undefeated. They're undefeated since last Saturday. On the road. Yeah. Tip at uh, 8 o'clock. And, of course, that game right here on the fan. Yes, sir. And number one, I've got some NFL notes. 
the Chiefs have released wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Saves him $12 million against the cap. The Jets have granted quarterback Zach Wilson permission to seek a trade. Boy, I bet that's going to be a righteous compensation package. Dolphins are close to an extension with quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. Should make him uh, one of the highest paid football players in the world. Remember, we were just got done talking about this, that there's no middle ground for quarterbacks, and that's something wrong with the NFL. I give you prime example that yeah. he is going to get probably close to $50 million a year, and he's a fine quarterback, but just get ready to hamstring your your team. And Stephen Jones, son of Jera and member of the NFL's competition committee, says the movement to change the fumble out of the end zone touchback rule has died. Yep. You heard this like a week or two ago, that there really wasn't any progress being made, and now he says it's dead. There is now no reason to believe that that rule will change, nope. at least for 2024. Why not? I don't know. It's like, funny. Like, who, who is sitting there defending it? Apparently the owners. I don't think they're defending it. I think what he said was that mm. nobody... Good. They're just like nothing major happened to put it on their radar, no, even though it kind of did. You're gonna have to wait for like if the, it's got to be a big. The Kansas City Chiefs losing a Super Bowl, like if a team loses a Super Bowl going in, and there's a fumble at the one, and it goes through, that is will be what elicits change. I mean, a a big play in the AFC Championship yep. game seems pretty darn significant. But... Not enough, and they are saying that they are going to address the kickoff. They're, they they said that uh, it's become ceremonial and they do not want that. They're not exactly sure what they're going to do, but they said they are not going to just let it basically be we kick it into the back of the end zone and thanks for coming. All right, the Hot 5 at 5 is brought to you by Victor Rico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victorricos.com. All right, the Players Association anonymous survey results are in. Only one head coach flunked. We'll tell you who that is and more results. Next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, I don't know how much any of this means, because the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl and they rated quite poorly. Yeah. It goes but, to show you what a good coach and a quarterback can do. Well, it just, like, there's a difference between being good on the field and having a good working environment. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, you know, it's, you always say, like, when you have good ownership, uh, good management, and then a good coach, like, all that trickles down. But again, you can have crappy owners, but if you have a good coach and a good quarterback, see, like Cincinnati the last couple of years, you know, you, you can be good. 
And their their ownership well, stinks, always has. The Steelers, I, mean, I don't think it's necessarily tied to crappy ownership either. Like the Steelers are supposedly yeah, a, a great organization, a great organization with a great owner, and they did not no they didn't do score well. well on this. No. This is the NFL Players Association report cards where players grade the owners, coaches, and the teams on their working conditions, and it's quite detailed and it's anonymous, so they they can. You know, they can let it rip. The team that rated the best amongst all of its players was the Dolphins. Yeah. And they're known to have a bad owner. Yeah, Stephen Ross is known as a racist kind of... Uh, cheap ass. Cheap guy. ass. But, and they scored number one. Yeah, and some of this stuff comes down to like... And, and you may think this, you know, as a fan is, is, is kind of petty, but a lot of this comes down to like... What sort of travel plans do you make? Do you provide meals for your, you know, at at the facility? You know, quality food and, and chef and training staff and weight room and yeah, they and, got team travel, training room, yep. treatment of families, nutritionist, dietitian, locker rooms, training staff, ownership, coaching. I mean, it's all kinds of different criteria. Yeah, here. and the the two best were and and one, you know, the Vikings have a stellar reputation. The Vikings were number 2. Yeah, the Vikings and the Dolphins, they said uh, I think I, I read it was quote in a class of their own and then the Packers were were number 3. And Eagles. The Packers, yeah, the Packers don't even have ownership. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles 4 and the Jags 5. The yeah. bottom 5, interestingly enough, were the Steelers yeah. 28th, the Patriots 29th, and they have great both have great ownership. That's what you hear. The th- uh, 30th was the Chargers, no surprise there. And then the Chiefs, 31st, um, and then Commanders, 32nd. Yeah. So it's like... Seahawks, if you're wondering, they were right in the middle at 14. Yeah, they said, uh, on one of them, they said, some teams still require some of the young players to room together in the hotel on the night before games. Like, we did that when I was in Tampa Bay. Like, Warren Sapp got his own room. I did not. <laughs> I got uh, stuck with a roommate. And... Um, you know, and that's that's one of those things that you know, some people will say. Well, it's cheap. Like, what is what when you're when you're buying those rooms in bulk? What does that save you by you know ten hotel rooms a night, eight you know however many times a year? I guess even at home you stay in hotels. So there's just some people that think that that's pretty nickel and dimey. Same thing with meals. Uh, most teams provide at least a meal, um, but some of it isn't very good food. It's not very like nutrition. Uh, it's not nutrition centric. Well, as other places have you know private chefs and they do three great spreads a day for you, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's so, the old like Moneyball. Remember, like where supposedly the A's made you buy Gatorade. <laughs> there was a vending machine. If you wanted a Gatorade or something or a power, you know, a protein shake, you had to pay for it. Some other results. Uh, the worst owner was Carolina owner David Tepper, who yep. apparently pissed off his entire team because they all wanted uh, to play on grass, and he switched out the uh, their stadium surface to artificial, so that pissed them all off. Yeah, and they graded him uh, accordingly. <laughs> he received a D. <laughs> Only one coach got a D. That was the worst grade for a coach. Yep, and it was Josh McDaniel. Yeah, of the Raiders. And this is one of those things that you even heard this like when he was in Denver. I guess he just cannot relate to players he is just an unwavering ass <laughs> he's he's a bully and he's mean and, and people just don't like him well and that leads you to because he was with the patriots for so long yep. it leads you to belichick and they ranked 29th as i mentioned yep um the union's report on them noted that the patriots are one of 12 teams that don't provide a family room during game days and one of seven clubs that don't provide daycare support on game days yeah the Patriots are the only team in the NFL with the majority of players feeling that their team's facility is worse than places that they could train off-site. Yeah. The club's weight room got the worst marks in the league, 
Belichick himself got a B minus grade, which ranked 27th among well, head coaches. Did you hear any of uh, Gerard Mayo's comments about kind of the culture shift? <laughs> I did, and you know, I got to tell you, there was an executive of the Patriots that kind of took a took a jab too at Belichick. There is a lot of shade being thrown at him. Yeah, and I I get it because obviously uh, he rubbed people the wrong way. Yep. But have we ever seen an all-time great like this so widely panned? Oh, I'll tell you what, like, it, it's funny because— I mean, they are, they are dumping all over him, yeah. and I am no Bill Belichick apologist. No. But, dude— It reminds me, honestly— He was great. It reminds me a little bit of, like, Bob Knight. See, I it, think it's different. Because I think with, with a-hole coaches who are great, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of them, yeah. but if you're truly great and you're an ass, we typically just ignore it. Like, Bob Knight— he was tough. He wasn't warm and fuzzy. He was an ass. But people were like, oh, that's just Bob. With Bill, and maybe it's now just because he's gone. Yeah. With Bill, it's like you, would, you wouldn't think he won one ring, much less six, yeah. he's because the, he's such an ass. He's the greatest of all time. But They hate him. It's, it's one of those things that when you win, you know, you can kind of get away. Like, and, and the more you win, the more the mystique kind of builds around you. You can get away with it. And the moment you stop winning, all the little quirky things that that made people want to criticize you, but you couldn't because you know you, you, you're you're the goat. All that stuff, like mm. the layer of protection, goes away, and now people are just burying him. It was at uh, and, and Mayo was like, "Hey, I'm not taking any shots," but he said that he wanted to create an environment that was less hard ass. Yeah, you know, and 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 basically, like Dude. players were terrified of him. Yeah, and, and no, that, I get all that. It's just. How about a little respect for the guy that brought six titles to the yeah. helped bring six titles to the organization? Like I've never seen this where because that that was seemingly a, a very good organization with good ownership, good quarterback, good head coach, yep. synergy and everything. Yes, Belichick, you know, he's obviously not warm and fuzzy. He was very tough and hell, a lot of guys didn't even like him. But that's true of a lot of great coaches. Like I, I don't I don't know. I think it's a little much how much people are now piling on Belichick. It's pretty and bad. it goes to show you kids no matter how successful you are, the way you treat people matters. Yeah. That he is a he is a glaring example of that. Yeah. And it's interesting that when you look at, at like the some of the, the bottom teams, like the commanders shouldn't shock you. The Chargers we know are kind of a mess. The Patriots have been a mess the last couple of years. The Steelers, eh, but like Kansas City being down there at 31, that's the one that that's I'm like weird, isn't it? Yeah, Kansas City, when you add up all the scores, Kansas City's at 31 and they are they're the gold standard. They're the new New England Patriots. Well, and, on the field. They, on but the that's field. what I said. Like yeah. it's obviously very different. There's there's really no link between being great on the field and having a great working environment. Yeah. There's just know. not. You can well, tell. And, and, they, and the Chiefs are the shining example of that. Sure. And, and it's one of those things that, you know, all that stuff is nice to have. But at the end of the day, it, having daycare or having a family room or having really nice travel, I mean, those are all things that are great and you, you want. But when we won, and I say we, no, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl and I was somewhat adjacent to it, milling around and getting cut every four weeks, I'm here to tell you, if you saw the organization, the, the way that was run, and that was the uh, the Glazers, and I don't still is. Is it still the Glazers? Yeah, they still, I don't think they sold the Bucks. And and they owned was it Manchester? I think they owned Manchester United and stuff. If you would have seen the way that organization run, you would have laughed. There's no way you would have thought that that was an NFL. 
the weight room was a high school weight room. The weight room was so bad that it couldn't, it was like in a, in a, in a portable like classroom. So some of the weights had to be moved outside because it wasn't big enough and they were all rusty from the Florida weather. When it would rain uh, and you'd get thunderstorms, we had to go practice in an uh, in a airport garage. It was it's right by the airport, <laughs> and I eschew not during thunderstorms. If it wasn't going to let up where we could wait out the storm, we walked across to the airport and literally had walkthroughs in the parking garage. And now they've built the new facilities, but they they called it the woodshed. That's how bad the facilities were. And the uh, and I never experienced this myself, but guys that had been around said that it used to be a common thing where uh, your your game day check on on Saturday would obviously be deposited Monday. That the Glazers would often not pay you to Wednesday because they were moving money around or trying to accrue interest in an account, mm-hmm. and that you didn't get paid on time. That's how I mean. That's how bad it was. And like the planes we flew on, like every NFL team has to charter planes. No one can fly commercial, but the planes we flew on, dude, I'm telling you, they're, they're, <laughs> that thing was like 1978. Like we were getting like old Continental planes, like airlines that didn't exist anymore, and yet that team won a Super Bowl. With the worst facilities, maybe this side of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Because, Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah and, and they won. You know, they, they had a, a an, an, an unbelievable defense, and they got a really good coach in John Gruden, and, you know, they got hot and won a Super Bowl. But I tell you what, that is not a well-run organization. At least it wasn't back then. So I'm looking here at three organizations that we kind of, you know, thumb our nose at, but they all rated in the top ten. Yeah. Bears were tenth. Yeah. Raiders were ninth. That surprised me with with Mark Davis. Yeah. And then the Giants were eighth. I thought it was interesting that the Cowboys came in at 12. Yeah, I would have thought that with all they do for their players, because you hear oh like sterling things out of that. that well, that, haven't, didn't they just build like their own, basically they have their own city? Yes. the the They call it the, the Star. The Death Star? <laughs> they just call it the Star. And it's the, they built the, the a practice facility that is, it, 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 there's nothing like it. Like you said, they built their own little city to practice in. So Tampa, you were mentioning them. They they finished twenty fourth. Yeah, uh, only three coaches got an A plus from the players. This is an anonymous NFL players survey. Three coaches, A plus: Andy Reid, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. So you go back to you know the, again the the um, the Vikings and Dan Campbell. Yep. And and you know those are successful teams. You know, there's there's something to be building a building a culture, but again, you got to have you got to have the you got to have the players. It's not the end all, the be all, but again, charging for daycare doesn't necessarily mean that you win a Super Bowl. But I guess if you're the Chargers, it's seventy five bucks for a kid. Bucks <laughs> Niners seventy five bucks. Yeah, Wait, you, it, uh, like for if if you if you take your kid to if your wife day? yeah for the day it's seventy five bucks. I saw someone joke online that if you employed Philip Rivers for as long as they did, you'd be charging too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he has like eight kids or something. Yeah, I think it's up to ten. No, now. it's ten. Yeah, because he he can field a, a whole offense with his family well, if he's quarterback. I, look, that's probably pretty spendy. <laughs> the Chargers are like, look, I'm not footing the bill for this, and most teams do it for 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 free. But you know, there are there are definitely those like m- the only two teams that I spent any kind of real time with, besides you know a week with tryouts and you know being on a practice squad for a week, the Buccaneers and and the uh, the the or the in the Broncos. I mean to tell you, Denver was ten times the organization that that Tampa was. Denver finished sixteenth in the rankings. Yeah, 
Um, and you would hear, by the way, you would hear stories from other people. Like the one back in the day was you didn't want to be in Jacksonville, you didn't want to be in Arizona. Jacksonville was, like we said, was fifth. Yeah, they well, that cons. I guess he 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 spares no expense. And the Niners, Buck, your Niners are six. That's pretty good. Yeah, makes you feel good. Again, they've always had a very good reputation. They the had league. the reputation in the eighties of, of first class because they were one of the very first um, franchises to bring their entire staff and personnel to the Super Bowl. Now it's super common; every team pretty much does this. But they were the ones that you know kind of notoriously took care of players, their families, etc. For going a long ways back. The Bengals reported that uh, their toilets don't work. They said there's five working toilets for the entire team. Uh, they said there's no hot water in the showers. The Buccaneers said that there were cockroaches in their in their building. Ah, come on, builds character. <laughs> and was it? I think it was the Commanders reported uh, sewage leaks all of the, all of the A's. Wow. Well, I mean, their their stuff sucks. They're trying to get a new. The, the, the commanders are trying to build something new, but and maybe with the new ownership they can. It's just that no one wanted to work with uh, Daniel Snyder. Yeah, so that's all Dan Snyder. I, I would imagine they will get out of the cellar, hopefully, yeah, with yeah. this new owner. Yeah, well, they're they're trying over the next couple of years. Remember, there were there were places in in the the what is it the District of Columbia and like Virginia that were absolutely being like under no circumstances will we do anything to help this team. <laughs> that's how bad his reputation was. All right, up next, the richest sports teams continue to fail. Here's Buck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Esteemed producer Ryan Buckley. You know him as Buck. Yeah, baby! Buck Wild! He uh, sent this to us uh, last week, <clears throat> and it's the new Sportico rankings of the top 100 um, most valuable franchises in the world. Mm-hmm. In the world. So it includes all those rich-ass Soc- yeah. soccer clubs. Is there a cricket club in there somewhere? Uh, no, actually there wasn't. No. But uh, it's very interesting, and this this coincides with an article that was in the Wall Street Journal recently about how the richest sports teams continue to fail. Um, and they were they were bringing up the Cowboys; they have not won a Super Bowl since 1995. Uh, the Yankees have not won a World Series since 2009. Yeah. The Knicks 
are the third most valuable team in all of sports, and they haven't won since 1973. Yikes. Uh, furthermore, the Knicks have just five playoff appearances in the last 20 seasons. The Lakers have been middling since winning the COVID, uh, the COVID title. Although, come on. They, they did win a title, what, three years ago. I love how we, we try they to did. dismiss that. But if For you God don't sakes. count the COVID title. But they, they won a title. They haven't won since 2010. But they did. They a did. lot of people don't count they the COVID title. They did win a championship. Uh, Manchester United, they haven't won the Premier League since 2013. So if you if you were interest if your interest in sports formed in the nineties and you became one of those, you know, Laker, Cowboy, Yankee douchebags. Yeah, because they were successful and when you're you successful. have not seen too many titles. As a matter of fact, you've seen one. Yeah. That's interesting. Um well, well two. I mean it goes to show you that, you know, Worth isn't always tied to success, although the, the Golden State Warriors would. The Golden State Warriors are are worth how many billions now? And a well, lot of they're that... now they're new. They're they're okay. So they're actually number two on the whole list. Are they? They're the second most valuable franchise what? in all of sports. So what are they, like seven eight billion bucks something like that? Well, it doesn't give it. Is, I, yeah, I don't know. it's eight point two like billion. That. You know, and they eight point built... two billion bucks. And the amazing thing, at least for me, Steph Curry's rookie season, they were valued at three hundred and fifteen million. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, there is something to when you when you win and they built the Chase Center and all that and move from Oakland into San Francisco. I mean, but yeah, just being and, and by the way, these are all major markets. Like, there's nothing that the I don't know the, the Utah Jazz are never going to be worth seven billion dollars. No matter how they could win, they could win five titles. The Denver Nuggets and yeah, there, there's a limit. Some of these, all those teams you mentioned, right? New York, L.A., San Francisco. You know, there there is something to just being in a major market. Well, of course, but. It's just pointing out that the the Cowboys, Knicks, Lakers, and Yankees are four of the top five, yeah, and used to be the top four. And you've got the baseball one is most interesting because that's the only one that doesn't have a cap. Everything else, well, you've got one tie. Let's see: Cowboys, Yankees, Lakers, Knicks. You've got two titles since 2009. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying: like outside of baseball, because the Yankees don't have any excuse. They just they just don't because you can spend whatever you want. But the rest of those teams, NFL, NBA, uh, you know, hockey, anything like that, you can no longer just you can no longer just outspend. Doesn't work that way. So it does come down to how well uh, your front office runs, right? How well you evaluate players, um, you know, your GM. So it's it's I, I, that that doesn't surprise me as much. The only one that would was the Yankees because you, the Yankees should be better than they are with the amount. Well, of money. it's just fun for fans. Like yeah. we root against most of us root against those. Yeah, the, big. Yeah, you the know, juggernaut teams, the big value valuable franchises. And you know the other thing too is there's new levels of wealth um, that are buying franchises all over the world. Yeah, and and it's you know it's becoming. I mean, you the, have to be uber rich. Well, like, you do, but the idea of investing in a sports franchise is becoming the number one investment yep. among the uber rich like they all want in yep because look at because the, they see the, the values so it's that's sort of leveling the playing field because like look at the carolina panthers you're talking about david tepper yeah look at the carolina panthers yep. it used to be that you'd have a small market team with an owner who was commiserate to that you know yeah. sort of that team david 
Tepper's one of the richest people in America, and yep. he owns the Carolina Panthers. Well, you know, and he owns Paul Allen. Look, look at, at Paul Allen for so many years. Well, and look at the like you've talked about this all the time. That when you were a kid, the Kansas City Royals were on. What was the the well them? Ewing Kaufman was you, the guy back then. Yeah, but like when they when they became a bunch of cheap asses. Well, that was David Glass. Yeah, David he Glass. He was a Walmart CEO, and and he ran that thing as a as a business. Right. It was it was not about winning. And you saw a lot of small market teams like that. Look at the A's, you know, and what they have since since they sold to the the, uh, the Fisher douche. And and it's becoming more and more when when you spend this kind of money like Ishba in uh, down in Phoenix and Ishbia, Ishbia and then the, the Walton family in, in Denver. There really isn't even in small markets or smaller markets. Like you said, there just isn't a lot of mom and pop shops anymore that are really concerned about dollars and cents. Because in order to buy these teams, you have to have just an, an insane amount of money or a group of people with an insane amount, an insane amount of money. So would you like a little quiz? I put together a little quiz. Would you like that next? Yeah. See which franchise is more valuable? Sure. See how good you do? I was looking up who's the, most, who's the richest owner in sports. Steve Ballmer. Yeah. Balmy. Yep. And the Clippers on this list are... Yeah! Tepper is fourth, by the way. Clippers are thirty second, yeah, in most valuable franchises. Well, see, I mean, they're building their own arena, and so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, you want to talk about a a team that has the potential to be the new Warriors on this list? Clippers. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Brand new arena with more toilets than you know what to do with. An owner that's worth a hundred billion dollars that will spare no expense. And by the way, a, a roster that's playing pretty well right now. So we'll get to that uh, coming up next. It is 544. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're talking about franchise valuations and how rich they all are. So I have a quiz for you. These are the 100 most valuable sports teams in the world. Dallas 1. In the world. Golden State 2. Knicks 3, Lakers 4, Yankees 5. Outside of that, we'll see what you know, bitch. All right. Who's more valuable? Packers or Celtics? Mm. I mean, I'm gonna. You would think the NFL, but you know the Packers, and I, I know that they're that they're uniquely owned. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Celtics. That's correct. Celtics twenty second, Packers twenty eighth. Mm. What's the? Do you have the value? No, it doesn't say it on here. Okay. So screw you. Sorry. Uh, Mariners or Pacers? Hmm. Um. Boy, I don't know. That's Seattle. weird. I don't know. Pacers. Hmm. Two for two. Okay. Pacers are 66th. Mariners? 96th. Yeah, suck at Mariners. I just don't think of the... I mean, I, I don't think of either one but as, as being super valuable, but I don't know. The Mariners are the definition of an afterthought. Dodgers or Rams? Oh, God. It's got to be the Rams now. I mean, they just built a $6 billion stadium, won a Super Bowl. It's got to be the Rams. 
Rams seventh, Dodgers seventeenth. Okay, little low, <laughs> little, little low. Little low. Something tells me the Dodgers are doing just fine, but you know, Niners or Patriots, who is worth more? It's got to be the Patriots as a franchise. Got to be New England. You're on a roll. Patriots eighth, Niners ninth. So that's close. Texans or Sixers? Huh. Again, I don't think of the Texans as being super valuable, but the NFL over the NBA? What the hell? I'm just merely going off of the NFL. Give me the give me the Texans. Texans 16th, Sixers 46th. Yeah. All right. Yeah, when in doubt, just pick the NFL. Pick the NFL. Well, that team. wasn't true of the Celtics and Packers. Well, that's true. But Boston, I mean, you got a handful of NBA teams, but I'm guessing that there's a pretty big drop off after the top five NBA teams to to where the NFL is. Two more Cubs or Seahawks. Which franchise is valued at more right now, Cubs or Seahawks? Again, I want to say the Cubs, but I'm just going to default to the uh, to the NFL. Give me the Seahawks. Seahawks twenty sixth. Cubs, 30th. Yeah. And finally. Have I missed one yet? I don't think so. You're on a roll. Look at me. Jason. This is like the backup quarterback game. This is a big one. Blazers. Or Mets. <laughs> the Mets have to be more valuable than the Blazers, right? Come on. What's your guess? Mets. Get right the hell out of town. It's the Zers. You're telling me I could buy the, I could buy the Mets, but not the Blazers. Yeah, yep. No effing way. That's right. Blazers are 65th. The Mets 77th. No freaking way. This is from Sportico's 2024 rankings of the top 100 most valuable teams in the world. No freaking way. The Blazers and their and their old, and their old ass arena are worth more than. The New York Mets in City Field. Yep. Don't you think that Horse whole uh, was it the Bernie Madoff thing really hurt the Mets still? Well, no, because they sold and now they have one of the Cohen's like the fourth or fifth richest owner in all of sports. My brother, they're seventy seventh. <laughs> this hurts me deeply as a Mets fan. <laughs> if there's one thing that the Mets do; it's they just throw cash. Think about how much money they're paying two pitchers to not play in New York this year. Uh, finally, going fake news. Yeah, there's something up with that, though. You would think the net right. Mets would be higher. Unless Jody Allen's just, she's valuing her own team. She's like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to sell it when someone pays me $10 billion. Like, Jody, no one's paying that. Well, then I'll just keep the team. When we find out she was making like $150 million managing that estate. Is that all? Yeah, she gets 100 Were you gone for that? No, I was here. Yeah, $150 mil to oversee that. And mm-hmm. she gets all of the, you know. Well, as somebody pointed out when we talked about it, it's like 1% of the whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's not even that. And That's she's not in no rush. Much. She gets all the access to all that stuff while she, quote, sells it. It's good life. Bet, how much you want to bet she perishes before she ends up selling all that? She's like, I'll work my way through it. Uh, Blazers, 66th. They're right around the Spurs and the Pacers. We mentioned the Pacers were six, or Sorry, the Blazers are 65th. Pacers were 66th. Uh, Spurs were 64th. Uh, mostly NBA franchises in that range there. This according to... Uh... Sportico, they're saying that the value of the Blazers grew to just over $3 billion in 2023. God, that's crazy. They're saying that was an increase of 47% from the previous year. How is that? 
how are the Blazers making that kind of jump? Isn't that just sports franchises? Just in everything general? keeps selling. Was that just so, the industry? Maybe that's probably low for a crazy. sports franchise. But that's why everybody wants that in a year. Yeah, they're nuts. they're saying in twenty and I didn't see twenty twenty four obviously, but they're saying in twenty twenty two it was valued at two point one, and now it's valued at three point oh eight. Like, give me anything other than. Good lord! It's just a sport. Like, what could you point to? Their ratings are down sixty percent on yeah, TV. So how are they? How did they gain it's a just billion the industry. dollars? That everybody wants a piece of a sports franchise. Jeez. It's driving the prices up, man. And you wonder why Jody's not going to sell. There, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. You sat around for a year, five and, years. You know, but she sat yeah. around for one year, did nothing, yeah. ran the team into the ground, sold off their the best player of all time, and. Did nothing to the arena, and you made a billion dollars? Yeah, imagine now sitting around for five years or even ten years before selling it and yeah. how much more money she's going to make. Yeah. She and is, that's why she's not selling. Exactly, because remember, she so gets nice a, she offer, gets a Phil, of two billion. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't that around there? That Cram it. Maybe there's a re- maybe it's not just a personal vendetta. Maybe she just looks at that and laughs. Said, "Hey, why don't you add a, a couple more zeros on well, that?" She well, she definitely talk. didn't respond to it. No, she did not. And by the way, I, you know, that's. Good for them. Yeah. You think that raised, someone said, is that because uh, Phil offered 2.5? Did that raise the value? I thought he offered $2 billion. Did it, did it raise it? That they're like, hey, if Phil's willing to pay that, clearly, and she won't sell, then all of a sudden it's worth this. Well, it's feeling like a low ball from Phil now. A little bit. You wonder, though, is there eventual, like, it's like with the housing bubble, right? Back in the day, everyone's like, you just all these homes. You're like, who the hell is buying these things? Are we going to reach a point where finally, like, someone pays, like, $9 billion for a sports team, and then two years later, they have to unload it for five? Like, there's got to be an end to this, right? It can't know. go up forever. I don't know, man. Those TV deals are... Are we, just, large. are we just at a point where that's my did those eventually go down? Does someone eventually just be like, dude, I am not in the NFL, I am not giving you nine billion dollars to broadcast your games? There has to be. We're just gonna live in a world now where sports teams are worth twenty I mean, billion dollars. You would think there has to be, but I don't see I don't see it. Do you? What 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 do you point to that? I I just because I guess in my dumb mind, there just has to be a limit, right? Like there just has to be. Why? You said that 10 years ago, and there know. hasn't been. No, there hasn't been. Well, baseball salaries pulled back a little bit. I remember that. Mm. But, you know. That yeah, it didn't show, hey, just get $500 million or something? Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I remember, like, J.D. Martinez and a bunch of those guys, like, like not getting great deals. Nice and then, pullback. Otani <laughs> gets half a bill. All right. Uh, the club is next. The new Vegas Sphere Residency Band. We'll tell you who may be negotiating for that. When we return, it is 5.57 on the fan. But before I go, I could tell you about Wyndon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.